Welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. This week, I am talking with Chris, our PPC account manager, about week-by-week PPC optimizations. So we talk about the importance of having a plan yet remaining adaptable and being able to respond to what you're seeing in the data. And we talk about kind of everything that you would need to kind of consider on a weekly basis when running PPC. So really hope you find this useful. If you do, come and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Go to your favorite podcast player and we will be there. Let's get started. Week by week. PPC optimizations is yes. the, the topic we're going to discuss. Yeah, uh, kind of talking about the balance of having a plan yet remaining adaptable. Um, so, I guess to kick off, like, what's in your mind? Like, what's the importance of having a plan? Like, why should you have a plan in the first place? Yeah, Probably I think um, question, I think the main but, thing. So, with PPC, there's the potential that there's quite a lot going on, especially within a PPC agency where you've got loads of different um accounts and also the sort of like varying size of the accounts yeah so i think if you don't have a plan um you can get kind of like lost and it feels not particularly structured but like you mentioned at the start you don't want to be sort of too stuck to a plan like you've obviously got your weekly set of optimizations that you should be doing for every account every week Mm -hmm. but then also every account's different so you do need to be flexible with that as well yeah yeah, essentially, it's it can be manic at times. So just having a plan is a key to staying on track. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I think it's also, uh, I've always found that having a plan keeps your mind, like it means you're A, ticking off the most important stuff. Um, B, you're not missing anything. Yeah. Um, so it's almost your plan becomes your checklist for yeah. things to look at, things to check on. Yeah. And um, on smaller accounts, that might be, all be quite obvious and might not even need to write it down but on a larger account where there's lots of campaigns different countries yeah potentially lots of different objectives mixed in it becomes quite important doesn't it yeah yeah exactly so what does your week by week routine look like what what are the typical things that you're doing to optimize an account on a week by week basis yeah so we'll always start with um weekly reports on a monday which i think are really important uh the sort of like bigger picture. So we always look at um, last week's performance versus the previous week. And we do that for every client, every account. And uh, within the weekly reports, we'll normally sort of find, you know, a particular area that we need to dive a bit deeper into, or it's just really important to keep on top of, you know, what's working, what's not working. Um, And then depending on the size of the accounts, we'll always have kind of like one block or one period every week where we go through and do our sort of like, general health checks, making sure that we're sort of pacing correctly, the budget's being spent in the right areas. Uh, You've obviously got things like negative keywords, making sure that, you know, all the traffic is um, relevant to the campaigns and the keywords that you're bidding for. Um, We also like to, we don't always do this, but like to do one test per week, whether that be like testing a different bid strategy, um, things like that, or, you know, new keywords, new campaigns. So, Obviously, in the sort of like the weekly checks, it's it's important to see how that test, you know, whether you continue with it, whether you give it a bit more time, whether it has worked, hasn't worked. Um, so, yeah, but I think it all stems from like the weekly reports on a Monday. They kind of like pick out any areas that need like particular focus during the week. So that way you're, I guess you're starting the week with a check on what's working. Yes. Finding any gaps, finding yep. areas of concern, finding things that you can scale and that guides the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then I guess it's that f- 
balancing act, isn't it, between having a good structured approach. So you mentioned like one test a week, kind of the the health checks, the negative keywords, all the things that you always should be on top of. Yeah. But also having enough flexibility in your time and your approach to react to something. Because yep. I assume within those weekly reports or, you know, not necessarily even reports, but when you're looking through performance, things may surprise you or the unexpected will always happen, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, like I said, it's for each client, we always have like one block and I try and keep that consistent. So like on Tuesday, we're going to be doing health checks with this client, but you don't want to sort of fill your week up with um, like a completely regimented structure that, you know, there are times at PPC and agency where a client will come and say, we've, we've got this sale that we need to run now. We need loads of ads building out. So you do need that flexibility as well to... Yep. to do that you don't just want to sort of have your week so structured yeah completely agree and are there any um any things within your weekly routine or like just your general optimization checks that you're finding particularly valuable at the moment um to put you on the spot particularly valuable at the moment um i can't say across like all of the accounts that we work with that something's working as a standard across all of them I think everyone's different and there's loads of other factors that will go into that so if we're talking like I don't know bid strategies for example yeah um you know we're finding sort of like automated bidding working well in some accounts but then others accounts it's really driving up the the CPC so yeah they're kind of all different and that's kind of where every account's different every test will be different and what you're testing for one client will be different to another based on the sort of like data and results that you're seeing yeah so again there's that importance of starting the week or planning the week out based on what's actually happening within that particular account exactly yeah there's no standard approach to you know every single account that you work on yeah definitely and what you mentioned like the tests that you're running yeah um like what are there any tests that are proving successful on some accounts? Like last time we spoke, um, we were talking about performance max campaigns. Yeah. Obviously there's there's so much you can do, isn't there? And I think part of the part of it sometimes is there's too much that you could do and you know, you've got to focus on what's working without getting too distracted. Yeah. But yeah, what sort of things are you testing at the moment that you're seeing kind of produce decent results so one one test that we are running at the moment is um we've got this one client where we historically just run everything with like automated bidding uh-huh. um but recently started to notice that uh the the, C, the average cpcs were like creeping up which was having quite a, an impact on the cpa which is going up and i suppose you could argue like if the cpcs are high but the cpa is good that that doesn't really matter but if you yeah. see the cpcs go up and the cpa also go up uh that's a problem. So that's the reason that they're connected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but one thing we have been testing is going back to manual uh, and you basically going back to bid adjustments, which is obviously taken away from you with um, automated bidding. That's the whole point that Google make those decisions for you. But we previously added a load of like audiences, so affinity and in-market audiences, obviously things like device, um, location, everything. So switching back to manual and placing some bid adjustments has actually brought the CPA down, which is oh, that's brilliant, really positive. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I think it, again, there's a good point there in the um, like I hope no one does this, but 
you know, you shouldn't base your weekly optimizations on the recommendation score. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> you know? Funny you said that because we had a uh, chat with a client this morning who um, had basically asked about these like recommendations and yeah. our sort of advice to them in you know no, in, in simplest forms was take them with a massive pinch of salt. There are like there are some yeah. things in there where you think, okay, yeah, I could try that. Like the keyword recommendations. But when they're basically hammering broad match down you, which does have a, a, it could have a use, but when you just know that it's it's not going to work, then yeah, take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. And sometimes the the exact opposite, like you're saying, going back to a manual bid with bid adjustments on it. Yeah. So you're, I guess you're essentially trying to replicate their automated process a bit yes. in yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't advise that, would they? Because... No. Their because advice would be automated bidding. Automated bidding and broad. The the sort of the cynical side of it is, you know, they, they just wanna increase their revenue, which is fair enough. But also yeah. there's quite quite a lot of debate as to whether like they're pushing this automation to basically improve their own algorithms. So it's like yeah. you're spending your money at the you know, the cost of them improving their algorithms, which yeah. long term could be pretty useful but yeah i suppose if you see you switch over to automated bidding or you're using automated bidding and you're not getting yeah. the results that you want a switch back to manual to at least control the cost of the traffic yeah. is definitely worth a try i always think uh, i always think taking recommendations from google is like taking taking like betting recommendations from the casino <laughs> that's true it's a good analogy <laughs> it's like you know look some of them are great and we do see i'm not saying they always like will never work but you do have to make your own choices don't you yeah definitely like, it's your it's your ad spend yeah it's your performance yeah um by all means test these things out but they shouldn't form the basis of your optimization strategy no 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 i don't think anyway no um and then yeah and back to back to kind of the performance max campaigns um Last time we spoke was probably a couple of months ago, just before you had your child. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. It's been a long two months. <laughs> um, how are you seeing them play out? Are you still testing them? Have you kind of left them where they are for now? Or So since we last spoke, we have actually scaled back on Performance Max a little bit, um, mainly due to the, you know, the couple of clients that we were uh, using Performance Max. They wanted to scale back budget. Um, so we haven't actually yeah been using them that much since we last spoke yep but i think um there's a lot of exciting new things coming out with performance max and i think as the sort of like the algorithms get better so they've got things like new new focus on new customer acquisition coming in um essentially being able to sort of like control ser what search terms you're like appearing for a little bit more yep. um so excited to to sort of you know test it throughout the rest of this year but since we last spoke, haven't actually had much exposure to it. So like eyes pilled, but yeah, yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but obviously we've got the, um, I think it's July this year where smart shopping is rolling into Performance Max. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting because actually smart shopping has been pretty good Yeah. of late for quite a few people, I think. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that does once it migrates over to Performance yeah. Max. Just on that topic, I think... Um, something that's really useful is like if you are running smart shopping at the moment and you're going to be transitioning into performance max smart shopping now has an insights tab which provides wow. you with um a lot of data about you know who your converters are so they'll okay. tell you what sort of like audiences they're in yep and obviously performance max is very audience driven so yeah. 
before you do switch over, have a look at the insights tab, see what audience has been doing well for you and start there. It's it's a great head start for. That's good actually, because um, I think the challenge with smart campaigns before is the limitation on the data that you yeah. got back. Yeah, exactly. None. None, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is frustrating because, you know, when results aren't great with smart shopping, you don't, before there was nothing to, you know, they didn't give you anything back to suggest why it wasn't working or how you could turn it around. But yeah, I think that's, that's quite a good little tip. Have a look in the insights tab within smart shopping, have a look at where your conversions are coming from. And then that's your starting audiences for performance max. Yeah. Good point. So one of the big questions that a lot of people ask when it comes to optimizations and testing things and making decisions is like, how much should you test? How often should you test or how often should you change things? Yeah. I always think Big it depends maybe I don't know but I think it all depends on how quickly you can gather the data because ultimately data is going to 100%. determine whether the test worked or not so in an account that's spending um, a lot more money you're going to get the data and the results a lot quicker than an account that essentially got like a, a scaled down budget so it's all about data and have a look at your kind of thresholds like what's your CPA how much over how much money do you need to spend to get a good picture whether this is good or bad for your CPA. Yeah. As an example, if you've got a, you know, a CPA target of a hundred pounds and within two weeks you've only spent a hundred pounds, that's not enough data to say this test worked or not. Yeah. But if over two weeks you've spent two grand, that's a, probably enough data sort of like 20 times over your, your CPA to say, yeah. yeah, this has had a positive effect or a negative effect. Yeah. That's really good. Good, good point. And um, like, I guess it's statistical significance, isn't it? But you're right. Like, bet, and I think judging that on CPA value is really good. It's a good move, and yeah. that's probably the biggest relating factor to like how much you need to spend for different businesses because everyone's business is going to have a different CPA, yeah. right? So exactly, um, yeah, really, really good advice on that front. And it's it's hard, isn't it, when you're say with a smaller account or if people out there have got a smaller budget. It's kind of hard to sit on it for a bit yeah because you like feel like you're not doing enough or yeah exactly like you need to kind of work it harder but actually it can be detrimental to move things too quickly yeah i agree the data's not there i agree and i think in smaller accounts going back to how much you, sh- you you should test again it's sort of like determined by your budget because you need to give the test enough money to then get the data back to say it's working yeah. or not and if in a small account you're trying to test like three different things in a week you're just not going to get the, the, the data to, to give you a true picture. Yeah, and also the context. I mean, do you remember a while ago we were working on a campaign that had, uh, it was like a really high conversion value, but quite a low budget. Yeah. And also very niche. Yes, yeah. And we ran some campaigns. We're like, look, this, that makes so much sense to run these particular campaigns. They were so dialed in to that particular business. Uh, ran them for, a, like, what, six weeks or something. Didn't get anything. It was a pretty low spend, though. Yeah. Um, decided to pause, and then a conversion came in and got attributed back. Yes. And suddenly it was like, oh, wow, that looks amazing. Yeah. And I think the context there was that, okay, it's never going to be a massive volume campaign. It might bring in a few kind of conversions a month. Yeah. But if they're the right value in relation to the spend, yeah. happy days, because they're probably three sales that we otherwise wouldn't have had. Exactly. But you have to you have to look at it through that lens to run it, leave it running for long enough to yep. know whether or not it's worked. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and had we just turned that off, you know, weeks into the campaign, 
like we never would have got that right so yeah i think uh, the con- context is so important isn't it yeah exactly it, it very much depends on what you know about your your client's business so like you just mentioned like with a high ticket um a high ticket product you could just have like one or two conversions that completely change the picture so you probably need to be a bit more patient on yeah. something like that versus if you've got a, a campaign that you know sort of generates quite a few conversions yep. each week you probably don't need to, to wait as long definitely uh, so to wrap up one of my questions that i had written down was like what would your advice be to someone who's planning out their optimization activity perhaps on an account that's not doing so great maybe they're kind of panicking about performance or worried about performance or stressed about performance what would your advice be for someone in that position for planning out what to do next when it comes to week by week activity i think if if a campaign isn't performing particularly well you need to kind of determine has this be is this like a a long lasting thing has performance always been bad or is it something that's just turn bad in the last month or so. So I think the first uh, really important point is to get to the, the bottom of why yeah. performance isn't great because I don't think you can then go on to optimize something if you don't know why it's not bad. It may, may be a particular campaign that's like not performing too well, um, which is dragging the overall picture down. Or it could be that conversion rate's weak. It's, you do need to get to the bottom of why but before you can actually put a plan to optimize. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you're... If you're stressed about it, yeah, it's actually really difficult to step back and go right, unpick it, yeah, because it probably, in many cases, won't be necessarily anything to do with your work, yeah, or a mistake that you've made, yeah, it could be environmental, it could be a new competitor's come in, it could yeah. be anything, right? exactly. Um, but if you don't know why, then you're just chasing your tail, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. exactly very good advice thank you um, well look thank you Chris that was really good yeah, loads good of to chat. interesting tips and useful advice hopefully uh, anyone listening in who's trying to plan out their activity or optimise their accounts or kind of turn performance around would have found that really useful so thank you very much great yeah thanks very much for having me thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode please do come and subscribe join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business see you next time